You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, guys? Kels Charles Murray here, and you're listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Happy Friday, everybody. Um, the, you know, craziness continues here in Dallas, and uh, we're here to talk all about it. I mean, I feel like it's not just Dallas because, honestly, I didn't want to tweet this, but I feel like this has been one of the most active and wild off seasons in terms of like storylines in a minute it has to be it, ha- it has to be oh you mean we don't normally see um like monumental trades of like quarterbacks and wide receiver like I was gonna say wide receiver one but that just feels weird to say and not read <laughs> so I don't know <laughs> it, it, but you know what I mean yeah and like legendary players retiring and then unretiring I mean it's just like it's been kind of unbelievable. I have to say that. Um, but yeah, I, I, in the spirit of that, I did want to dive in with you because I feel like I've just, I've honestly like struggled to keep up with everything that's going on. So like shouts out to blogtheboys.com for their tracker. I mean, obviously I know DallasCowboys.com has one too, because there's just been, I mean, we knew there was 21 free agents and keeping track of like where they're all going has been nothing short of a task. Um, So in light of that, I know you have strong opinions, which is why I love you. And I (laughs) felt like this was a good opportunity to just, you know, there's some more days left in free agency. Like they've got the draft coming up. How about we go ahead and like give like a, a, how about like a midterm grade on where we think (laughs) things are thus far I mean do you want me to dive in like player by player or do you just want to go ahead and like give a blanket statement and be like here's where I'm at mentally I'm xyz here's where I'm at mentally (laughs) f (laughs) minus I just I okay look I think I've uh, made it very clear that I am very frustrated just with this organization in general, more than I ever have been in like past years, which is saying a lot because, you know, I put up with a lot of crap from this team. Sure. And they just keep punching me in the face and I don't appreciate it. So here's the thing. I just don't like none of their moves make any sense. And look, I'm not, I'm no GM by any means, but, and I'm sure you know, maybe they'll look really smart in a couple of years, but right now they make absolutely no sense. We look dumber by the day with that Amari Cooper deal. And I'm just F minus. 
the one thing that has really stuck with me about the Amari deal, I know that it was like, that's, it's, that's like the, the last of the news right now, right? Like it feels like an entirely ago because we've done like so many things since then. <laughs> but the one thing that killed me is when I watched the Browns restructure his contract and I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? Like, like I just, mm-hmm. and then I obviously had to like chirp about that on Twitter and I'm sorry. I for, like, forgive me for forgetting who tweeted me this, but it was the most perfect response. It was like, I don't want to know that my ex is doing well. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to know because I just don't understand. I just feel like we, like we could have done that and we should have done that. And, and I'm not, that is me not taking away anything from Michael Gallup, anything from CD lamb, anything from, you know, whatever we do in that position. But I just feel like my, I'm, 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 I wish I could, I could understand why. And then, and then to put salt in the wound, watching Cheetah get traded to Miami for all those picks. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? Like, I just, I'm, I'm a little unwell over that one still. That's going to, that's going to take me a minute to get over. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, and I mean, neither of us would ever compare, you know, Amari Cooper to Tyreek Hill, like, as they stand right now. Sure. But, but it's it's still crazy. It's like, you the, you put that, whoever said that to you, eloquent. Because, Perfect. like, it, it just feels like we left Amari for, like, some Tinder guy that has no headboard and, like, doesn't use a flat sheet. And like he Brown lost sheet. ten six pack. Like, yes. Yes. What? <laughs> like brown sheets doesn't have a shower curtain. Uses alcohol bottles as decoration. Like puts movie posters on his wall. Type of guy. Folding chair in the living room. I I really do. I'm not trying to come at y'all, but I hope some of you feel seen. And if you do, if you relate <laughs> to this, I need you to get a bed frame. Like I desperately need you to get a bed frame. Like I need it, not just for me, but for also for you. Please get a bed frame. Like my God, I go on Amazon. Anything. Kelsey please, and I bullied Kelsey. <laughs> Kelsey and I bullied our friend Tyler, who's been on this show multiple times, into getting a bed frame. So all of you should do the same. Yes. Once you hit 21. You must own a bed frame and you can't have brown sheets and you can't hang a tapestry over your window as a curtain. That doesn't work like that. It's not, that's not it. That ain't it. No. Um, anyways, I digress, but yeah, I, uh, (laughs) it's, it's been an interesting free agency. I mean, for real, I think for me, I'd love to know from you, there were some pretty significant departures. Cooper. You lose, you know, Collins to the Bengals. You've got, uh, oh yeah, yeah, Connor Williams goes to Miami. Um, obviously, Cedric Wilson goes to Miami. Um, so, Randy Gregory, Denver, same deal basically. So, which one of those, in your opinion, was the biggest? Dare I call it miss? from this Cowboys team, the front office? I think the obvious one is uh, Randy Gregory. Also, when he posted, he's been posting like a bunch of Denver he's stuff been- and it just like makes 
Like, I know I should be happy for him, right? But I'm not. I'm so sad. Um, I feel like that one's the biggest miss because it was right there and you let it slip through your fingers because you can't communicate. Yeah. What do you make of the side where, where they're saying like, hey, he definitely, what do you make this? Like, it feels like there's a camp out there that says, hey, Randy, we, we, as the Cowboys gave him everything we had, we built him back up. We invested in him. We didn't give up on him. We made him who he is today. And he just like up and left because he was like trying to leave. What do you make of that camp? Do you think that's valid? Or do you really feel like, yeah, no, the Cowboys like maybe could have done a better job of like communicating like, or do you, do you even want to want to go as far as like, I mean, he said some pretty scathing tweets. Do you, where do you fall? How about that? I mean, like the, the scathing uh, tweets didn't come out of nowhere. Like you can't, oh yes. Like you gave him a chance, you gave him an opportunity, you gave him the resources, but you taking like ownership and credibility for like someone bettering their life just feels like gross. Like he's a human being, he had to do the work. He could have just been like, no, nah, I think I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing. F y'all, I don't really care. So like, yeah, I'm sure like he, the, the funny thing is he puts in all this work, he comes back, he could have like, that could have been another team. So right. it's, it's hard for me to sit here and be like, if the Cowboys didn't hold him like a spot for him, that he'd be nothing and he'd be nowhere. Sure. I will give the Cowboys this, like in my experience working for the team, I will say, and again, like coming from someone who has not worked for another team, but I did work for the Cowboys. Like (laughs) I do believe that they do a pretty, they do invest in their players and they do this thing where they like take guys that, you know, maybe have been written off by other, you know, team scouts, whatever it may be. And they say, Hey, listen, like we'll give you resources outside of just like the, the nine to five, right? Like the, we are willing to work with you outside of the lines. Like talk about like Des Bryant, like, you know, Pac-Man Jones, like guys like that, who they straight up hired handlers for. I mean, I'm that, that to me is above and beyond. And I know that there were structures in place for Randy. And so, you know, all of that to say, like, do you feel like there's merit to the side that is, just, is irritated? They're like, Hey, listen, like, you know, yes, Randy had his experience and like everything he's saying is valid, but also like there's two sides. Like, where do we think the actual middle ground lies? Because I look at the contract and there's like this whole like term about, you know, not paying him if he's suspended, which is not common in the league, but it is with the Cowboys outside of Dak's contract. And I get that. And I understand from a, like a legality perspective and like a lawyer as someone who worked on the, on, you know, in sponsorships where I'm like making deals, your, your lawyers are always trying to protect you, right? Like they're always going to make the most aggressive terms as possible. Like that's their job. And I think because they're the Cowboys, like they got away with it, but with him, I don't know, like it obviously didn't work. And like, they looked at like, I just, I wonder like where the actual truth really lies. I'm not going to sit here and be like, they didn't do anything 
for him and like all that stuff. You won't catch me saying that. Um, but you have to think about it too. I mean, yeah, they gave him a bunch of resources. They obviously wanted him to do well and come back, but I mean, that kind of helps their bottom line if he does well. Like they're making a lot of money off of him. They're like doing better because of him. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like the ownership over like I, I did this for you, so you have to do this for me kind of crap. Like you can still appreciate that without like having to owe them something in return. Yeah. You know? I think that's super fair. And I think there's almost also like it depends on what school of thought you subscribe to. Like as an owner, you're an owner of the team, but you're not, you, do you actually think you own the players and like, do they owe you for what you've done for them? Or is it strictly like a, Hey, I own the team and this is a business, you know? Like, I think it, de- it depends on what school of thought you subscribe to. I think I would, I would wager that the Cowboys subscribe to the former other than the latter, because they are just so like family oriented. Like they take everything personally. Like, again, because this is a personal business, like not that they're like sensitive, it's just like, this is their livelihood. So I think they view it a lot more intimately than like other businesses might. So um, anyways, uh, it's definitely like- I mean, you can, it's nice to hear that stuff, but then, I mean, then you ship off people for peanuts. So it's like, I don't know. So we're sticking with the day. The guys are assets to them. So I, that's just, that's just my purview on it right now. Obviously I'm a Randy Stan and I remain that way. So I apologize if you don't like where I'm, but if the listeners don't like where my head is at, but that it just is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So there's been a handful of moves, you know, they signed punter, Brian Anger. So all you guys in the whole draft nerd, you know, circle punt God probably might be out of the mix. Like, I don't know. They got a handful of fifth rounders. Like maybe there's a way they can get a kicker. Like maybe they also get a punter. I don't know. Like consider it an option. There's, you know, bringing back curse, which we, I'm not trying to say that we spoke that into existence (laughs) last, last show, but we might've, we might've. I mean, we said like the one thing I guess that would make us happy with them again is to sign curse. So, you know, you're slightly on my better side than you were before. <laughs> yeah. LVE comes back on a one-year deal. Sprinkles back. Uh, Gallup, obviously. Hooker's back. Casey's going to go switch back to safety. Like, all that to say, do you feel like there's a position group that you're like, mm, I think they need to address that before we get to the draft? Because my whole thought, like, if we're if we're taking a picture of, like, the Cowboys playbook, playbook it, is, it is try to find those deals. <laughs> in free agency like right. a guy that was like you know a high draft pick good successful but maybe like or maybe even didn't ever live up to that or at least was successful and then like hasn't has digressed in recent years and so it's like hey come here and we'll like try and revitalize you or it is the i mean I, that's just that's kind of like what i've 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 seen at least so they love the bargain bin oh they love it they love it. Like it's straight. Like I'm not going to go as far as say it's like dollar store, but like, it's definitely like Nordstrom half yearly sale. Um, that's actually, a lot of that's actually, <laughs> Nordstrom. Whoa! that's a great way of describing it. <laughs> Name brands and discounts. 
a la Atari <laughs> Poe. <laughs> oh my God. Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, uh, that's awful. Deep um, discount. It's so and bad. it had a hole in it. Return. Return, return. Um, so is there like a position group that you feel like you are very interested in them reinforcing? Because I feel like, you know, what I'm seeing right now and what we see all every offseason is like with, with those flurry of, of moves, if they ever make any moves, it's never like a ton of big moves with the Cowboys. They're trying to reinforce yeah. the spots that they need to reinforce. So like come game day, let's just say everything goes to ish, right? Like it's awful. They at least have guys that can go out and play the game, right? So like they have the pieces. They're maybe not like the flashiest, like, you know, Washington, the, the latest like wide receiver signing. Like he's like – I mean, he's your number four. If he if he moves up to number three, like he's he's achieving or overachieving, right? So, right. I guess like, is there any position where you're like, I would love to see them maybe just make some reinforcement signings in free agency before we get to the draft? Um, in free agency, ooh. I mean, I still think that they're there's time to sign Bobby Wagner and not let the Rams have him. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I heard they were like floating around the idea of like signing T Y Hilton, which I don't love, but I mean, there is, you know, like you said, there is merit to having, you know, guys with experience that can just kind of like fill the gap there for a little bit, especially with like, uh, Michael Gallup not being you know good to go day one of the season sure. likely so I that's I mean I, I think I'd rather see them do that um then uh, okay it's this is a hard qu- question for me to answer specifically because I have just started my draft research so I'm a little behind on like who even we could fill with like on the wide receiver side so it's a, it's a I, good draft uh, for that. It is a good draft for that. I will okay. say, yeah. Then I'm good. I'm good with skipping out on Ty and going draft. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I I have the beats incoming. I just don't have it yet. I will tell you. Here's here's where I'm at. Let me throw a couple scenarios out there. Really, yes, really please. Please for you guys, because like, listen, like, I too have to dive into my draft coverage. Um, but like, you know, with a loss of LC. I'm, I'm interested in, in O-line, honestly. And like, you look at like whatever has happened the last two years, I'll say two years, cause it has been two years where we've had to be really creative. And I say creative, not in a fun way about how we pulled together right. our O-line, right? Like, I don't like, I'm, I'm, I'm a little, there's nothing motivating this comment. So just do not even read into it. But like Tyron Smith, <laughs> has not been able or has not played a full season for, I don't know, you know, X time, right? Left tackle still matters a lot. Also like, so, so let's talk swing tackle, right? Also, where's our left guard? Connor McGovern, it didn't work out. So I'm not sure like anyone feels super confident in him being the answer. So I wouldn't hate if, O-line was an opportunity there. Also, one thing I would say too is like 
we talk about guys like Micah Parsons. I honestly, anything we can do to free up Micah Parsons to be more flexible, I'm always in favor for. So signing LVE, I'm sure people grumble and they're like, oh God, like, you know, everyone thought he was going to be like the next like Luke Keekley, right? And he obviously didn't turn out to be like that. But like, again, like no, no hit against him personally. It just, it just, I think that whether it's scheme, whatever it is. Um, I also kind of heard like there might've been some deals that didn't quite pan out for him elsewhere. And so I, I, I don't know. Either way, having him on the team, having Jabril Cox on the team, which I am excited for him, by the way. Um, not I'm that. so excited to have him. I know you are. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, <laughs> is it just frees up Micah to be more flexible in whatever position he's going to play. Right. Like I think a lot of guys, when you, when you talk position flex, you're saying, Oh, well, they, they're not good at anything. So you have to like make them like fit where they can fit. No, it's, it's, it's very polarizing when I think you, uh, when you talk about like that, I think it's, you're such a freak that you can play both and play them both well, or you just are not amazing. So they have to like kind of put you where, where they can put you. And obviously Micah is the former. So, um, I don't know. I think, I think there's, there's thoughts about if you want to add more depth at linebacker to just continue to add that flexibility, especially with, again, just the guys that aren't coming back. So I don't know. I think my main ones are O-line. I I'm still concerned about wide receiver. I'm concerned about the offense to be the most frank with you. Um, and I think you'll always hear from Cowboys fans that the secondary could always use an upgrade, even though, even though Trayvon Diggs has been a freak, who knows if he can recreate such a season. And then like, you got Malik Hooker, he's going to be your free safety. So like thumbs up, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I, where I struggle with that question is, um, like what free agency signings? I think that's where I'm hung up on. I don't like first going in the draft. So, I mean, absolutely. Those are points of need. Um, I just don't, I don't see anyone in free agency that's worth it. That's like, also there, we know they're not going to do anything flashy. So even if there was someone that was worth it, I think they're, they're all eyes on the draft at this point. Um, so that'll, it's going to be real fun to try to fill those, O-line gaps with rookies. Cute. Honestly, (laughs) I like the point that you just made where you're like, I don't know who's out there. I was listening to Brian Broaddus and I can't remember where it was the other day, but it was like on the fan or on the, uh, on the Cowboys draft show. And I liked any of the many places you can find Brian, (laughs) many of the avenues where you can find Brian Broaddus, tweet him at Brian Broaddus with a Y. Um, I feel like his point about, we have a handful of fifth rounders, right? why not try to 
combine some of those and like search around for like some backup guys who might be worth you doing a little bit of a deal to get like a guy who's a backup somewhere else where they like, you know, don't need as many reinforcements. And obviously we do. So at least you have someone who you're confident could come in and be competent, right? Like to, to, to fully bolster the gaps that you currently have right now. Like, I don't hate that idea at all. In fact, I think it's really creative, especially when you have so many compensatory picks, like I'm fully down for that. Yeah, that's something that they're way more likely to do rather than, you know, all the things we ask of them. So, you know, <laughs> we'll keep an eye out for Kelsey's scenario there. And then uh, we'll all, we'll study up on the draft for you so we can fill the gaps elsewhere. No, we're going to have, we're going to have Dane Brugler on the show again. We'll, I gotta, I, we, we gotta text him and get him back on before he finishes his, uh, his, his, his draft Bible. So the beast. <laughs> Uh, which by the way, like, obviously we're SB nation, but like <laughs> friend of the show, if y'all aren't a tuning into draft, you know, the Cowboys draft show on DallasCowboys.com and slash also all of our draft coverage, but also Dane Brugler is just like a God. And the fact that how he, does he do it? I don't know, man, but like, I, I nerd out every year. I literally like, I have my subscription to the athletic and I literally download it and I print it off and I bind it. And then I take little like tabs and like write like the position groups. And then I also go across the top and like start to tab like guys that I know like our prospects. Like that's how in deep we get. It's a little nerdy. Yeah, you also bring it to the bar. I did do that, didn't I? Multiple times. (laughs) It's fine. It's totally fine. Um, (laughs) All right. Well, I think uh, we've got some more time left at free agency, obviously drafts coming up, but we will bring some people on to talk about more of what the Cowboys are looking for, evaluating some of the guys that are out there, but also there might be some guys that come on and talk about some of the people that they are working with, whether it's current or future prospect in terms of players um, training wise. But uh, in conclusion, Megan Murray is giving them an F minus. And I, I, you know, listen, I am not going to go ahead and argue with that. I definitely would give them a little bit of a higher grade, but like, I think my summary is that I've said it before and I'll say it again. I don't think dollar store tactics get you Neiman Marcus results. And like, that's the frustrating part where I I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not proposing to go full Rams, but I'm also like, yo, figure it out. Like, what are we doing? Like, I just, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, I don't, I'm the not Rams went full Rodeo drive and we're still sitting here at Nordstrom rack is all I'm saying. And they have the hardware for, to show for it. Yes. I would. Yeah. But there's something that I did want to discuss. Um, you know, we've, we've, uh, been keeping our keeping tabs, I guess on, uh, the Ben McAdoo situation. Oh, our and- favorite bowl cut boy. and like I'm not gonna lie to you I didn't really realize that he had left us and I was I was kind of sad to hear that Jacksonville one of the two uh Panthers yes yeah but uh I get I get confused with the cat the cat teams (laughs) 
<laughs> we have a replacement and they uh just i think their thing now is just like dudes with weird names um it's brian schottenheimer so i looked him up like obviously i know marty schottenheimer right like i grew up in kansas so he's been around what i was unaware of is that brian schottenheimer went to the same school district as me a yeah he went to my rival high school I went to Blue Valley West in Overland Park he went to Blue Valley and so like I don't know like I'm not sure I already think we're starting off on the wrong foot if we're being totally frank I would bet like an absurd amount of money that if you bump into him at the star that's like the first thing you'll say to him Oh, you, sh- yeah, you are correct. You are 100% correct. But I would also oh, say this. Nice to meet you. Welcome. Um, oh, by the way, like, uh, hate Blue Valley. Bye. Yeah. Blue Valley for never. But also, <laughs> let me just say this. Outside of, like, here's my goals for my future child. Be a long snapper. Be, uh, be a punter or kicker. Or be a consultant. Because... I'm telling you, like, I don't know. I don't think anyone knows what consultants do in the NFL. I don't think in general at all. This job is made up. Yes. And and that is the goal of my life, to get paid to, like, do some nebulous work. I'm like, consulting. So, like, what are you consulting on, Mr. It just, it's just, I, I mean, quarterbacks, passing game coordinator, like, Okay. Man, it's great. I really yeah. like it's great. I Can will we say just acknowledge quickly that like he's the passing game coordinator. Ben McAdoo did this job before. Our passing game was trash garbage. Well, that's what he's gonna that is what he's gonna consult on with less uh Ben got yeah. upgraded, got an upgraded job off of his work last year. How? You know what, Brian? He is, he's, he's like the MLM of like coaches. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand him. No, that's Monty Kiffin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, I don't know sure. this for sure, but I have like kind of, I, I have heard some rumblings. I would imagine, I think he's focusing more on the passing game. So. Um, yeah. Well, it needs help. Um, And you didn't help by getting rid of Cooper. So best of luck. Yeah. Congrats. Uh, Blue Valley for never. Go Jags. Blue Blue Valley West for life. And um, what else you got for us, Meg? That's all on my plate, personally. Um, Just that, I mean, I'm happy for Elsie. And... Right. I think we, we did establish this, or at least I, I did. Hey, last time. Yeah, we did. That's 100% Joey B. Let's go. Okay, cool. But I just, I want to acknowledge the fact that they had three O line signings in one week, and they were good ones. The Mingles and why are going to make a run for like it? Because <laughs> that was like, yeah, I mean, when they pass up, yeah, when they pass up Slater to go with Chase, I was like, oh God, like you're gonna like, you just lost your quarterback last year. 
You're going to lose him again because you have, like, I mean, he better get it out fast. Obviously, they understand that and they recognize that. And yeah, yeah like, Elsie's in the building, like, and they've got other guys too. Like, they actually have uh, a presence. How about that? 100%. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm glad he's going into the building. He's obviously going to make an immediate impact. And it's, it's just funny because, you know, they recognize that they made it to the Super Bowl, obviously. Um, and they had like a really good caliber team and they just, you know, needed a couple of pieces to, you know, bolster that, you know, whereas last year we felt that way going into the year. And I like, I still think that that team could have like made a deeper run had there had a couple of different things gone our way. Um, but you blew it up. So I just, this is why I said F minus. I just, I don't, I don't expect to see results here. I'm upset. We're just, we're why can't we be like, normally the bargain bin people are up in Cincinnati. Like what, what is happening? <laughs> Straight for the juggler, May. Wow. Um, I mean, I keep it real. Yeah. I mean, listen, we're the, we're the dollar store. Dallas is our name from now on. God. I don't like how that fits so well. I hate it. I hate it here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts on free agency, how it's gone so far, things you're looking for in the draft. Uh, Come hang out with us. We're on social media. Listen, like it's, there's a lot of all caps, a lot of like random side combos. I think you'll enjoy it. You can find me on Twitter at Kelsey underscore Charles. I'm also on Instagram at Hey Kelsey Charles and Megan is at Meg Murray with four R's on everything. Guys, don't make sure, make sure, excuse me, don't make sure, that is a double negative, words are hard. Make sure you subscribe to the Blog and Boys podcast wherever you get your podcast, whether that's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher. Uh, also, we're on YouTube, but uh, most importantly, this is the ultimate thing you must remember throughout your week, your weekend, and life moving forward. Megan, leave people with what they want to know. Dallas forever. Philly for never. Bye, guys. Bye.